everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Authors podcast or Zbooks Successful Authors podcast. I'm going to show you a really cool tutorial today. And I've got a gift for you inside of this tutorial. So stay tuned, my friends. Now, I want you to go, if you're listening on the podcast, you can get this video and all of the goods at the following URLs. YouTube.com slash Eric Z Books. That's E-R-I-C-B-O-O-K-S. Facebook.com slash zbooks.co. That's facebook.com slash z-b-o-o-k-s dot c-o. And what I'm going to do now is show you a really cool way to make lead magnets for free. Really awesome lead magnets. And if you want the lead magnet, my gift to you is for totally free at bit.ly slash Kobe Demo. So that's bit dot l y slash k o b y d e m o and if you go there you can get this presentation for free no sign up required nothing however it is a google doc or slide so what you have to do is you have to make a copy to your own drive in order for you to alter it and this way you can learn how to make awesome lead magnets for free. Wait, just let me show you this thing. It's so cool. Okay, so as an author, you know, we're always talking about lead magnets, right? So the typical lead magnet is in the back of your book or the front of your book. And it's something like this. Get the next book for free. And then, you know, you have a picture of your book. And then you have a link to your subscribe page or whatever landing page a landing page where they can get your next book for exchange for an email so this is your typical lead magnet and you you must do this if you're an author right you got to collect emails no matter what you do and so if you don't want to offer the next book for free this kobayashi maru technique is the perfect way to do it and as a matter of fact if your lead magnets aren't converting, this is the perfect method to do this. So here's another example of a lead magnet in the front of the same book. It's go to a quiz. This one works pretty well. However, this quiz of mine doesn't collect many emails. People go and take the quiz and then don't give me the email. So that's another topic. So you as an author must be always trying to collect emails in your book. You have to offer something. So a quiz is a good idea. Uh, your next book for free is also a good idea, but maybe you don't want to offer it for free. 
Now, if you want more, the, the, the full skinny on this technique, go to zbooks.co and go check out the, the uh, latest interview with Dave Chesson. We go in-depth to this technique. He's, uh, it's the latest interview with Dave Chesson. He's five from the top. So zbooks.co, meet the number one SEO author in the world, Dave Chesson. Awesome interview. We go into keywords, how to use keywords correctly. It's pretty darned amazing, the first half of the interview. And then we get into this, the Kobayashi Maru technique and how to make lead magnets. So let me tell you what it is finally. The Kobayashi Maru technique is instead of offering the next book for free, like I'm doing here, what you do is you take something out of your story, like the backstory, uh, that's not maybe not e explained well in your story, or some kind of interesting tidbit, or some kind of side story, or maybe like um, a, a a description of your character. And for example, so I, I, I mentioned the blues and the reds in this book called Hyperion Dreams, which you can get on Amazon for free. Just in case you want to see this, this book is also free. So almost everything I'm showing you in this tutorial is free. If you want this book, it's called Hyperion Dreams. It's an Amazon for free. And so there's all sorts of weapons in this book. And so I made a a PDF of all the weapons and the places that they were, kind of like their path through the simulation, because this is a science fiction book about simulated worlds and if we are a simulation. So here, so for example, I give these coordinates of where this happened, 51 degrees, 51 degrees, 43 minutes north by 10 degrees, 10 minutes east, uh, latitude, no, longitude, longitude that is, right? So what you do is you take an interesting part of your book and make a side story out of it. And according to Dave, this works rather well. This is my first shot. So I'm going to show you how you do that. So now look at the end of my book. So this is my standard lead magnet. Get the next book for free. I'm probably going to take that out. So what I've done for now is in the back of the book, I've put this little thing like where they stumble upon it. It's like an Easter egg, they call this in video games. And it just says you with arrows. And then you have to go to the next page. And then it has just with arrows. And then the next page found with arrows. And then the next page, the with arrows. And then the next page, secret scrolls of Hyperion, okay? So this is an Easter egg now in the back of the book, which, by the way, doesn't actually belong to the Kobayashi Maru technique, right? That was just my thing to make it more suspenseful. So now I've got this way in the back of the book. You just found the secret scrolls, scrolls of Hyperion. Then they have to go here. So you can see the link in this PDF, right? It's linked. They go to this link, and then they can sign up for the scrolls right here.
and I made it look like an ancient parchment and maybe that's even blood ink or something so and then they can get the scroll for Hyperion right here the secret scroll right and by the way this is Mailer Light, my absolute favorite mail program uh, they're free for the first thousand subscribers I highly recommend them for all beginning authors okay so now then so I'm going to show you the inside of this secret scroll, the lead magnet. Now, you might be wondering, why do you put that in the back of the book and not the front? Well, the thing is, what you want is qualified leads. So you see that I have in the front of the book also uh, a lead magnet, right? And that would not be considered qualified because anybody can see the front of this book for free in Amazon and then just go get the freebie. You see, this shows up in the Amazon preview window. So you don't necessarily want freebie seekers. You want people that actually read your book. That's why this sign up goes in the back of your book. The people that read all the way through your book and then click on this, these are considered qualified or warm. You see, you're not just sending something to a person that's never seen your stuff before. These people have read your whole book, and I'm, I'll show you the PDF version of it because the full color version doesn't have it yet. I just updated it. So these people have read your whole book and gone to the very back to go get your lead magnets. These people are considered qualified leads at this point or warm, at least warm. There's a lot of marketing jingo lingo going on. The point is, you put it in the back of your book on purpose because you only want people that actually read your book and that are actually interested. This way, when they go to your, your sign-up page, they will convert more, right? So that means that more people will sign up because they're qualified leads. They're just not anybody that you dumped at your lead magnet, that you, you spent uh, hundreds of dollars on on Facebook random traffic, right? This is get targeted okay they're more targeted because they read your whole book so that's why we do that we put this link to the lead magnet in the back of our book for the qualified people that read the whole book not just anybody you want really interested people and this will help your conversions on your lead magnet page all right so let's get into the actual tutorial now this is the document now you Google Slides. Google Slides are free for everybody that has a Google account like Gmail. If you have Gmail, you have Google Slides. You have to go up to the top right corner to that checkerboard and go discover all the cool free things you have. I really love Google Slides. So let me present it to you now really quick and just show you. So this is just the, the filler page right here. So this is the top page, Hyperion Dreams, the secret scrolls of Hyperion by my secret pen name. I'm not going to say it on air. You're just going to have to go to my video, my friends, and see it. So here's how it starts out. Dear reader, as alluded to in several chapters, etc., etc. And I'm going to show you how you how to make these buttons here all for free in Google Docs, Google Slides and all of these pictures. And this is kind of like the backstory. He's in a prehistoric cave where human sacrifices are made. It's also a science fiction movie where he's in kind of a matrix type thing. And this Nebra disc, it's over 4,600 years old. 
It was found here in Germany in the Harz Mountains. It's the oldest depiction of the cosmos ever on Earth. It's older than the Egyptians. Yeah, it's older than the pyramids. No, e even the Egyptians didn't draw the heavens like this at this time. So now, the, you know what's really cool? All of these pictures here are entirely free and open domain. I made this with all free tools and pictures. So it's really, really cool. You could even make a book like this. I don't, I don't recommend that because you can't then uh, upload it to Amazon. It's not an EPUB. But you can make super cool PDF lead magnets and presentations like this. And all entirely free. So your production is very streamlined. You sit down, you open Google Slides, and you make an awesome PDF like this. Okay? All of this stuff, all of these pictures are free. Now I'm going to show you how to do it. So here's the next book for free. Also in my lead magnet, I have a lead magnet. You get it? So this way, if anybody gives my lead magnet away, well, that's great. That's free advertisement for me. So, you know, it's kind of, you might think it's double, but it's not. It's, it's, this lead magnet refers to the other lead magnet, and lead magnet one refers to lead magnet two. You see? So here's the free book again in the back of the book. So, and then here's a PS. All right, so now let me show you how to do this finally. So let's go to a blank page. Okay, so like said, you have a Google account, you open up Google Slides, and you just start making a slide. Now, the first thing you want to do is set up your page to something like a paper size, 8.5 by 11 inches, because I want to print this out, and I want my readers to print this out, okay? So 8.5 by 11 inches is really good size, and it, it looks good, too. If you're in Europe, you want to try DIN A4. You have to look it up and see how many millimeters that is, and then you would put that here in centimeters. Uh, it's very close to the American size, but it's skinnier, okay? So that's the first thing you want to do is go to page setup and put in 8.5 by 11 inches so that you can print this out perfectly, okay? So now let's, let's say you want this background for these pages, right? So you just go to add a picture like this, insert image, and you go search the web, and then you write here. So for example, uh, parch mint paper and then you hit the enter key and look at all that now this is important all of these pictures here are open domain google only shows you the ones that you can use isn't that awesome so you don't have to go searching around now you look at one that's really big you can preview it with the magnifying glass here and sometimes it shows you the info parchment paper vintage free pictures free photos etc okay you don't have to worry about the free stuff because Google's only going to show you the open domain stuff. So I really like this one, so I'm going to use it. So I hit insert right here. But if you want to, you can scroll with the arrows, okay? So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to insert it with this button here. Or you can mark it here and then insert it like that, okay? So... It's coming up. There it goes. Now, I'm going to 
expand it like this so that it covers the whole page. What you have to watch out for here is that you have a high resolution photo. Yeah, you don't want a low resolution photo because it will get pixelized. So if you can see that in the preview, then check that out, okay? So let's try that again and see if this is a high resolution photo. Search the web and then Oh, darned it. Look, search the web. There we go. Parchment paper. And then let's see if it will show us the size. I'll hit the magnifying glass. You want to be careful because if it's a small size, then you can't use it. Hmm. Well, this one seemed to work. So what you can do then is preview it, present it to see if it gets pixelated. And if you really want to know, then you just print it actually. Okay, and if you're really uh, not sure about it, then what you do is you do a Google search and you use the tools that say only show me large photographs. Okay, we're not gonna do that now because you don't need to right here. All right, so then this part here, okay, this, this was a special graphic I made from, I extracted that from my book cover. So I'm not going to show you that right now, but these words are super simple. So then you just add text the normal way and standard Google Doc way. You hit the text box and write your text in here. So Hyperion Dreams, right? mark all and then let's let's make it like 36 no 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 let's make it 60 there we go now i choose these fonts that look really old so this jim nightshade yeah that one's that one's the normal font that i wrote the scroll in <clears throat> but for the title i want this unseal antiqua so there's my title and I just grab these things here and move it like that. I put the cursor in the field and I mark all, control A, and then I pick the color like this, all the way down here, that dark red color. So now, if I'm on this page and I hit present, then you will see the preview. There we go. Okay, that's good enough for demo purposes, right? And it looks like an ancient scroll. And so we keep adding text like that. I'm just going to show you one more because adding text is boring. But I'm going to show you those two fonts that I really like. So what was the one? The secret scrolls. And then I signed my, my pen name. Which I'm not going to say on the air. Okay. Mark them all. And I'm going to make them something like 36 font size. I'm going to color them now, this dark red. And I'm going to center them right here. You see? Now I want this one up here. I'm just going to double click on it. No, triple click on it. So the secret scrolls are going to be Jim Nightshade. Yeah? And 48. Okay? And my secret pen name 
is going to be homemade apple. Homemade apple, look at that. It looks like real handwriting. Isn't that cool? And it automatically connects the letters. So if you want to write a letter in Google Docs or Google Slides and make it look like real handwriting, it's called homemade apple. Isn't that cool? Okay, so there's your cover file, uh, cover page. Let's go make another one. Now from here on out, I'm just going to duplicate this slide because I don't want to, I could copy and paste. I could copy and paste this um, background into every slide, but I could also just duplicate it. In this way, I get my fonts and my background every time. So I'm going to duplicate the slide. And then what was that other one? I, okay, I want to show you how to make a button and this font here and uh, these ones. Okay, so there's the Nebra disk. So, all right, so then I'm going to write, in English it's called the disk of Nebra. Disk of Nebra, it's in the Hearts Mountains. So, the Hearts Mountains in Germany, and I don't need this one anymore. So I'm going to delete that with the plain old delete button. Ah, that was all one, that was all one text block. Okay, so here we have our good old disk of Nebra. Now look at this. As you're writing your book, all you have to do, this is so cool. Let's say you have a bunch of words on your page. All you do is highlight the words and then right click and then explore disk of Nebra. And now I can go to the images tab and look at that. And these are all open source picks. I can use them all. And not only that, everything comes up. So this is the, the museum that this disc is in. It's 4,600 years old. And uh, I, I was thinking of, of adding all of these pictures, but that, I found out that that was overboard. But look at, here are some spears they found with the disc. So I'm gonna add these spears like that. There, I'm going to insert these spears and I'm going to insert the disc of Nebra. I like this one the best. Hmm, okay, so, and now you just resize everything by dragging the handles on the end like that, okay? And those spears are way too big. No, those are swords, supposedly. They don't look like swords to me, but if you look closely, those are handles and not spear mounts or whatever you would call that. Okay, so it looks like I did add it twice, so I just hit the delete button. Okay, and now you can, you can use the guidelines like this to center everything, or you can mark an object and hit the arrange button like that, and hit center on page horizontally like that. Okay, so there's the disk of Nebra, and I want to center that text. So there you go. Now let's say I was writing, um, let's see, where was it? Where's the one? Here's, here's a good one too. The Neanderthals entered the stage about 250,000 years ago and hunted aurochs, bison, brown bear, and cave bear. So you highlight cave bear 
and you right click it and then you explore cave bear and tack, there come all the images like that. Look at that. And you can use them all too. So I don't, I really had to scroll a lot to find this image. So I'm not going to show you that where this image was, but I did a lot of searching because I didn't find the exact image I wanted. So when you can't find the exact image you want, I'm going to show you that trick again. You go here, you go to google.com, you go to their image search. So you search for cave bear like this, then you go to images and then you have to hit the tools here and usage rights and hit labeled for reuse. Oh, there was the bear already. Did you see it? So I'm going to take that label out. So anyways, then you go and you get the URL. I'll show you. So here was that cave bear. However, this is not the, the website. I'm just going to show you that. I got it from an open source website. But this is the picture that somebody else is using. So what you do is you click on it again. And then you can, you can open this in a new tab or you can save it or you can, uh, what, what you need to do now is open this in a new tab. There we go. Open image in a new tab and you get, you get the URL. You see that? You copy that and then you go back to your Google Doc and you insert an image by URL. So I copied it. Now I go back here and insert the image by URL right here. So paste it in there and insert it. You see? However, that's not the website I got this image from. I got this image from the open domain website. So you have to make sure that they're open domain. And another thing you can do is you can flip your images. Rotate, flip horizontally, you see? So let's make a button now. How about the call to action button? And here, as we go the, the, through the presentation, look at Neanderthal. So just highlight the word Neanderthal, right click on it and explore Neanderthal. And somewhere these pictures come up. Or maybe I, I put humans versus Neanderthals. That's what I did. Homo sapien and Neanderthal skulls. You can highlight five, six words if you want. Right, so then right click, explore Homo sapiens, and the, there it is, boom, right there. And you can use it because Google's only showing you this, the pictures you can legally use. Isn't that awesome? So you can put a, a presentation together really quick with this. So let's go to some more. So this is the family tree of the Neanderthals. Isn't that crazy how the Neanderthals and humans coexisted? And in I'm just, I just got to read that to you because it's so cool. The Neanderthals entered the stage about 250 years ago. They hunted woolly mammoths and rhinos and other animals in the Harz region. That's right in the middle of Germany. Can you imagine that? Woolly mammoths and rhinos in the middle of Germany? Anyway, it keep, keeps going. 
Tools used by Neanderthals were discovered in the Einhorn, that means unicorn in German, in the Einhorn cave in the Southern Hearts 100,000 years ago and in the Rubeland caves. And here's a picture of Homo sapiens and Neanderthal skulls. The upper Paleolithic revolution about 40,000 years ago saw Homo sapiens move from Africa into Europe. And then I right clicked on that and that's how I got the next slide. Including to the Hearts region where they appear to have ousted the Neanderthals and subsequently settled here. So can you get that? 250,000 years ago, the Neanderthals moved to northern, uh, middle of Germany, the Hartz Mountains, exactly in the middle of Germany with their suitcases and spears. And around 70,000 years ago, wait, what did it say? No, 40,000 years ago, Homo sapiens moved from Africa into Europe, into the middle of the Hartz and displaced the Neanderthals and settled here. Isn't that crazy? And this tree is really cool. I have to show it to you. If you see, you can see all of the humans, the Homo sapiens migrating from Africa. They all migrated from Africa. And you can see here and here, the Neanderthals and the Homo sapiens. Look at how they're, the tree just barely touches the Neanderthals and up here again. And here you have East Africans and West Africans Central Africans, I don't know what the Northern Khoi are, but over here on this side, our side, all of us Europeans came out of Africa. And this L1, L2, L3, I think those are haplogroups. But look at this right here, how the Neanderthals overlap with the European non-Africans and even the Denisovians do in Eurasia and then the Homo sapiens displaced them all. That's a nice way of saying kill them, right? <laughs> okay, so that's just about it for making these really cool lead magnets, but we still want to make the button, don't we? So here are the weapons of Hyperion. There's one chapter where he, he see it's a science fiction book. So in one chapter, he's kind of in the future and they're fighting with electric swords. So I just, I just highlighted electric sword and right clicked on it and oh i didn't highlight the whole thing let's see if it's in there though yeah i didn't highlight all of it so anyway so what you do is you write your book first and then you go through your book and highlight the things that you want to make pictures of and just right right click them and you'll get all of these free pictures isn't that cool? So then down here was the Roman sword, right? So then I just highlighted Roman sword and got my free picture for it. Explore Roman sword. And there it is right there. So, okay. And then you insert it. Isn't that cool? And that one even had a clear background. So it looked even better. All right. Now in every lead magnet, you need a call to action right? So you need a button with a click here. You need the button with click here and the link to your web page or landing page, right? So 
you take you take that URL, the link from your landing page, right? Like this, control C. And this is your landing page made with MailerLite. You go back to your, your presentation and let's make another copy page like that, duplicate this page. So if you want to change the sequence, you just click the page and drag it like this. Super easy, isn't that awesome? I mean, this is way better than PowerPoint. You can't do this with PowerPoint. This kicks PowerPoint's butt. All right, <clears throat> now I'm gonna click in this field and, and control V for paste. That's too small again, isn't it? So you can also, you don't have to put the whole URL here. You can highlight a word. So let's see. Yeah, let's do that, okay? So I'm going to get rid of this word. So I'm going to mark this word and insert my hyperlink like this. Where is it? Right there, that little link sign. And then Control V and apply. There, now it's linked. Let's make a button for that. You hit the shapes and you have this kind of round oval square or rounded square, whatever you call it. You see? Isn't that cool? I mean, you don't need any expensive software, my friends. Isn't this awesome? Let's put a better color on that. Right there. And um, something like that. And I don't like the border. So take the border away like that. So you see, there it is. Now let's put it down. So you can hit the shift key and the arrows at the same time, up or down. Or you hit the arrange button right there and you move it down, order, send to back. No, just send backwards. Control, down arrow. That's what I'm gonna do, there. <clears throat> I also want a call to action there. So I'm gonna say, click here or download, or I could put that here or, or above that, so. So actually, I'm going to make a different text and resize this box. Hmm. Look, now it's hard to select it. Okay, let's move that and resize it like this. Now we're coming up to the end of the presentation and what you do is there. And now you put uh, some kind of call to action there like, um, click here or get now, download, download here, whatever. Right, doesn't really matter for demonstration purposes. So, and that's that. Now, when you download it, they can click it as a PDF. So I'll show you mine here. You see that? click here and then I put those little arrows and the link is right there. This, by the way, this text right here is called Caesar's dressing. Isn't that cool? So if you wanna make this really archaic looking thing, it's Caesar's dressing. All right, so that's how you make a button. That's also how I made this kind of 
background for my text here. So if you look, can I mark it? Everything, if you grab it here, you can rotate it like that. You see that? So that's pretty cool, isn't it? So that's how I made that text box <clears throat> right there. Okay, when you're done, my friends, all you do is make sure that you have a lot of nice calls to actions in the back of your book, and then you download it as a PDF, download as PDF, and that's it. And then you offer it to your readers who want to download it. However you do that in your email software, you send them the welcome email with a link to this in a folder or some email software autoresponders actually allow you to send attachments. So I think GetResponse does that and MailChimp does that. But the, the better way is just to send a link to a shared folder in Dropbox or Google Docs. You can do that too. So that's it, my friends. Again, if you want this free PDF, you can go to this one right here, bit.ly slash Kobe Demo, bit.ly slash K-O-B-Y-D-E-M-O. And if you want to see this video, go to facebook.com slash zbooks.co or youtube.com slash ericsbooks, E-R-I-C-Z-B-O-O-K-S. I hope this helped you. There's no excuse not to make an awesome lead magnet. And this is my opportunity and offer to you. Make an e, uh, a lead magnet with this technique and send it to me or a link to it. And I will share this on the ZBooks page and on my Facebook and YouTube channels and even my podcast for you. And you might get some free traffic and signups. Okay, my friends. That's it for tonight. Go out there and make your awesome lead magnets and then show me them because this is awesome and this is what you have to do as an author. You gotta, you gotta get your readers to sign up to your email list and this is the best way to do it. And you have to keep trying and keep trying until you get the lead magnet right. Okay, my friends, go out there and make your lead magnets and then show them to me. I'd love to see them. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upload this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.